Oh, hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to The Fool and the Page. This is a podcast for writers, the tarot curious, and for anybody who's making stories to make sense of things. Hosted by me, Claire Campbell, your fellow seeker and storyteller. I love guided writing activities and I love tarot. And this podcast is about both of those things. You don't need to be a writer or know anything about tarot um, to enjoy it. Um, Because while I hope that it offers you some guidance for your creative life, I also hope that you'll just hear something inspiring for your life in general um, in the card that I've pulled for our conversation. So I'm crossing my fingers that happens. Um, I was inspired by my recent conversation with Trista Edwards of Marvel and Moon. Stay tuned for that episode. It's coming soon and it's magic. So I was thinking about intention setting and ritual around the lunar cycle as hopefully this podcast is dropping um, on the uh, first quarter, uh, first quarter moon, waxing quarter moon. Um, I think of it as being first quarter, but I know there's different ways to label it. The point is that we're, we're halfway. The new moon is behind us. The full moon is ahead of us. And we might be, we might be like a a week or so past intention setting. Um, and we might have the sort of fulfillment of our goals still ahead of us. So really I'm thinking about a time that is midway and it doesn't matter if it coincides with the lunar cycle. But for me, I recently started setting intentions and doing some reflective writing at the new moon. And I started thinking about how midway through that cycle, your intentions can start to feel a little less exciting. You're sort of, you you might be seeing certain things come to fruition uh, bit by bit, piece by piece. Um, But you're still trying to stick it out till the full sort of culmination or manifestation of what you're trying to make, what you're trying to um, write, paint, sing, (laughs) build, and so, yeah, that, I think that's a, that's a tricky point. And I'm especially considering this because I'm offering a new class at the Writing Barn on November 15th, and it's midway through NaNoWriMo. Obvi. So it's a three-hour mini retreat for anybody writing at the weekend who's trying to make the most of just like a morning, because that's all you got, if you're lucky enough to have that. So I'm thinking about midpoints. That's the deal. Do you hear me thumping <laughs> on the table? So when I pulled a card, I asked, what is coming forward to serve the writer at the first quarter or waxing quarter moon? Basically saying, what is coming forward to serve us midway through that cycle? What serves the writer at a halfway point? I drew six of wands. Okay. So this is like, when you set your therapist up to like, um, give you the answer you want, or maybe even like come over to the dark side with you. Like you say something like, you know, clearly my problem is with this particular person or this particular family member, and they're never going to change. And then (laughs) instead of giving you the answer that you want, your therapist responds with something like, okay, um, what about looking at it from this angle? And you're like, fine, fine, fine therapist. You didn't take the bait. We get it. You're a professional. (laughs) So in not too different fashion, 
I was trying to set up the tarot. (laughs) I was like, I want to hear something about being midway and needing support to stay strong to the finish line because imposter syndrome is telling me to quit halfway through. And these intentions I set up, maybe they're not really mine. And Tarot, you need to tell me that like, this is dark. This is like a bit of a dark night of the soul, but like the light is somewhere out there. And then the tarot, (laughs) six of wands comes up and the tarot is like, Hey, so the light's already here. It's right here. Get up on your horse, boo. We're going for a ride. All right. So now take a moment to either pull six of wands from your deck of choice or to search for an image of that card. I'm referencing the writer Smith weight, Smith writer weight, Smith weight. Y'all just include Smith in there uh, to give tribute to Pamela Coleman Smith, the artist and illustrator whose name didn't originally appear in the branding of the deck. So the six of wands depicts a figure riding a horse and wearing a victory wreath, like a, like a laurel wreath. So they're crowned with green leaves and riding a white horse in this bright yellow horse cape. Uh, Horse friends, come at me with what that's called. (laughs) Please let me know what what a horse cape is called. Um, And they're, they're moving through a crowd of people, all carrying wands of their own. All these wands or branches are sprouting bright green leaves. The rider's wand has an extra wreath tied to the top because they're special. And it looks like the crowd probably agrees. Though some people have pointed out that depending on the card, it might seem like the people down below the rider could be talking about the rider. And it might be gossipy. Like you can't really see by their expressions if they're celebrating or just going along because a parade went by their house and they were like, cool, that seems fun. Who's this dude on the horse? Are they important or something? Who cares? This is fun. Or conversely, they could be like, they're up on their horse again. Did you see enough with the wreath? It's annoying. Um, Either way, (laughs) the rider is above the people in the crowd. The rider is way high up. Um, If you look at the card, the writer takes up most of the space and the people are actually kind of in the background. Um, So the writer is looking ahead, um, looking ahead to whatever is on the road to come. Now this might seem counterintuitive because the card is associated with victory. And according to my question, we're not at the end of our journey yet, but is it a victory to still be on the journey to have not given up yet? Notice how the person on the horse is not really bending down to interact with people below. Hmm. So I I see how you could interpret that as a kind of pride, like in celebrity fashion, like, like I don't have time for the little people, but I think you could also see this as determination to keep going forward and not worry about how people see you on the journey to come. Um, cause you got shit to do and it's what you want to do. It's what you want to make. It's what matters. And maybe let's, uh, have a sort of party mindset as we go. Okay. Then so if six of wands were to advise the creative, what might they say? 
if this card as we're seeing it interpreted, we're sitting in front of the writer, the artist had some advice to give, what would they say? Be confident. Having made it this far, you might as well keep going. What are you going to do? Stop? Of course not. You're going to keep going. And then perhaps a little less <laughs> stiff upper lip, a little more kindly. Find ways to celebrate along the way. Something that I always um, talk to writers about in my conscientious revision series is you should always be looking out for the language that you're really proud of. So for an artist, this might be like a detail in visual art that is simply part of the whole, but beautiful in its own right, even if the product isn't quite finished. And for a writer, I think you can always be looking and celebrating, looking for and celebrating those little phrases that you come up with. And I suggest that you write them on a separate sheet of paper or write them on a note or write them on a card and put them up where you can see them. That's your laurel wreath. That's like a little celebration, a little victory that you've crafted that sentence, that you've come up with that phrase or that title or that chapter ending or that plot twist or a bit of dialogue that changes the game. That is a reason to celebrate. That's a victory in itself. And then I would say last, but certainly not least, if there are people around you seeing you in this journey and observing you or talking about you up there in a kind of spotlight or separate from the crowd because you've chosen to do something, then fine. And if they're cheering you on, then absolutely return the favor when it's time. And if they're not, then they're not worth your time. Just keep writing proudly until you get wherever you need to go. All right. I hope you'll stick around for some writing. Or if you don't have time to sit down and write and you're doing the dishes right now or something, I hope that you can just listen and think and reflect and have a little bit of more sort of like creative, reflective time for yourself. Um, if you're sitting down, clear yourself a space physically and mentally, move everything out of the way, anything you don't need. All you need is a piece of paper and something to write with or a fresh document, um, on your device and let's do an inhale, exhale together. So breathe in deep and exhale. For the first prompt, I want you to respond to the question, what is your wreath or your character's wreath? What is it made of? If you could make the ultimate crown <laughs> for you or your character, would it be plants, flowers, magazines cut up, metal, fountains, fairy lights, rolls of film? What would it be? Anything. It can be anything. What is your wreath or your character's wreath? Describe it for seven minutes. Do it starting now. Okay, we're back. Are you ready for the second prompt? Do you need a little bit more time? A uh, quick cue. Did you include the sense of smell in describing your wreath? Even metal has a smell. Everything's got a smell. Uh, go back and add that for another 20 to 30 seconds. And if not, cool, cool, cool. Let's do the second prompt. For the second prompt, I want you to describe how people react when you or your character resolve to make something happen. 
And by people, I, I guess I mean the people who react at all, who are paying attention and have something to say or have a particular mannerism in response to your plans to create something big or bring a project um, into, into being. So is there support for that right now? Is there encouragement from people in your or their, your character's community? Right through this, good or bad, um, right for eight minutes. Describe how people react when you or your character resolve to make something happen. Pause the recording right for eight minutes now. And we're back. Okay, third prompt. Imagine yourself riding, moving, flying, floating through that chatter, (laughs) that praise, that skepticism, the envy, the negativity. Give yourself a vessel. That could be a boat, a unicorn, a cloud. It can be whatever you want. Describe you or, again, your character. You always have a choice. Um, Writing through the crowd of words, of people, of images, and describe what the path looks like from your point of view. So describe what it's like to move through that crowd and then let your writing sort of move up, almost like, whew, that was a bit of breath on the mic, move up from the crowd um, to the path ahead of you. Um, BT dubs looking out a window, a dude walking his dog just went by and he's like, what is she doing? (laughs) Uh, clearly I'm recording a podcast. (laughs) Okay. Let's, let's sum that up again. Imagine yourself or your character riding their way, moving their way through that crowd and describe the vessel that you have And describe what it's like to move through that and then let your writing sort of lift up, float up to where you are describing the path ahead and what you're seeing and write for eight minutes, pause the recording and write starting now. Final prompt. This one's just a real quick one, just a couple minutes. How will you in the coming week celebrate the work that you're doing or that you've already done? How will you treat yourself? Take a couple minutes and jot down three ideas. And then I want you to schedule one of them. So you're going to, after I said to put everything away, I want you to bring a calendar into the mix, whether that's on paper, on your computer, on your phone. I want you to first write down some ideas, three, try to come up with three at least for how you'll celebrate. And then I want you to actually open the calendar and schedule one of these activities sometime in the next three days. Do it. <sighs> okay. To transition, let's let's do an inhale, exhale. So breathe in. Exhale. Okay. And I invite you to take um, that wreath, to put that wreath on and imagine yourself wearing it as you ride out into 
whatever you got going on next. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking this time out to write, to create, to reflect. Please reach out to me on Instagram at Campbell underscore Claire. Email me page at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the writing activities, you might want to check out my November right now session, November 11th. I'm co-leading it with author Rebecca Manley. Y'all, it's going to be dope. And then also check out my new class that I mentioned at the Writing Barn on November 15th. November has one, two, three syllables, in case you're wondering. So it's a mini retreat for the weekend writing warrior. Like I said, NaNoWriMo writers coming out. And until next time, please take care of yourself, celebrate your work, and I look forward to writing with you again soon. Bye-bye.